So as I said, we're going to be talking about faith, as Deanna had shared. Um, we're going to talk about Lauren Cunningham, who is the founder of YWAM. Um, if you are not familiar with his story, we do have some books for sale. That's the one plug I'm going to do for the day. Um, some books for sale on the story of YWAM called Is That Really You, God? And it's how Lauren Cunningham stepped out in faith. The vision he had was of waves of young people crashing on the shores all over the world. That's the vision. And it started as a vision, an idea in his head that he then said, is this really you, God? Is this what you want me to do? And this happened in 1960 and has been going strong for a really long time. God has continued to grow, cultivate, and bless it over years. It hasn't been without its challenges or without its ups and downs, but it is something, it is a vision that God gave Lauren. And so when I think of Lauren Cunningham stepping out in faith and pursuing this vision, I think of others who might have stepped out in faith. So think in your mind, who comes out? Somebody that you look up to, who you have seen them step out in faith, in Christ, to see miraculous things happen. Maybe you think of some of the biblical heroes. Um, David, Abraham, Noah, Moses, some of those guys in the Old Testament. Maybe you go to the, the disciples in the New Testament who Jesus called them out to follow him. Maybe you've actually know somebody else that's in your mind, a friend, a family, James, other pastors that have walked with you and encouraged you. Maybe you might even think of somebody like Billy Graham or Smith Wigglesworth or John Wesley. So we, we can often think of those heroes of faith, somebody that we look up to that we say, wow, they have stepped out and done something incredible for the Lord and have seen incredible miracles, revivals happen. And they, they might be things that others think are extreme or weird or crazy. And then other times we might think to ourselves, I wish I could do that. I wish I could be that person that could go out and do those things. And that was actually my challenge, is one day I was thinking about some of the people I look up to, from my papa to um, an incredible guy called Todd White, um, even reading the story of David and thinking how they stepped out in faith and trusted God. And I thought, I wish I could do that. And God challenged me and said, why don't you? And I paused for a second, not fully understanding what that meant. And I realized in that moment that it is a choice to step out in faith and trust God to do incredible things. So today, I want to ask you, what is keeping you from stepping out of the boat? Are you wanting to see something miraculous happen? We need to be willing to step out of the boat when God calls us to do so. Now, what do I mean by stepping out of the boat? For some of you who know the story and life of Jesus, you may know the story that I'm going to be bringing to mind. Others may not be as familiar. So we're going to turn to Matthew 14, 22 to 33. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. Um, I think the one on the screen is going to be NLT. Um, yeah. So I'll give you just a minute to find it. Bibles, apps, whatever you choose to use, or just reading from the screen. And this is the part where Jesus walks on the water. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. 
But the boat by this time was a long way away from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. We read this story in amazement, first seeing Jesus walking on water. I love it. I believe it's in Mark that also says that he was going to pass by them, but he saw them struggling. To me, that's this beautiful image of Jesus was on his own path, just on a nightly stroll on the water, and he was going to pass by them. But in this moment, somebody has some faith to actually say, if that is you, God, call me, command me to come out onto the water. Peter walked on water. He got out of the boat and stepped out in faith. He had never seen anyone do it other than Jesus in that moment. He himself certainly never had done it. None of the disciples ever had. There was no frame of reference for is this even possible other than they were fishermen. Peter didn't say, well, if Jesus can do this, then I'm just going to get out and do it. He didn't jump out. The disciples certainly didn't push him out of the boat, but it was a choice that he made. But the beauty in what Peter does is that he actually calls out to Jesus and says, if this is you, command me to come out. He wasn't being foolish. He was exercising wisdom to say, if you are calling me into this, I want this and want to do it too. There is a moment when we have a big idea or crazy thinking and we ask, is this really you, God? If it is, we should be willing to get out of the boat. It isn't wishful thinking without anything to back it up. There is the God of the universe calling us out into something that we may not know or be scared or afraid to do or have no experience in doing anyways, But because the God of the universe, the one who created everything, calls us out, we know it is backed by something, a guarantee that will not fail us. We all use currency. We all use money to to pass around here and there. And in the United States, we have the American dollar. Up until 1971, the U.S. currency was backed by gold and silver that was held in the Federal Reserve. Among, uh, among other things, this is what gave the currency, the, the money that we use today, the ability for trading and purchasing things. At the start, people actually didn't trust or have faith in it because they didn't understand what it was backed by. But as time went on, we learned to value the money that we use today versus the gold, silver, gems, and jewels that it was backed by. When we put our faith in Jesus, 
It is different than putting our faith in a currency or something that will fade away and, and go away and get dissolved. Now we're looking at things like cryptocurrency where it's not backed by anything. There is no guarantee. But today, when we put our faith in Jesus, asking if this is from him, we have the best guarantee backed by the best who created, not just in the world, but created the world, who is in it and through us and loves us so much that he is willing to walk with us and journey with us. So the power, when Peter says, if it is you, Jesus, command me to come to you on the water, is showing his faith, not in arrogance or pride or just this is some foolish idea, but to make sure this is what God is wanting of him and something that he is capable of only through Christ. Peter is still getting to know Jesus as well. He has just seen him feed thousands of people. That's the crowd that was dismissed at the start of this passage. He has an idea of what Jesus is capable of and had faith that if it is God, it would happen. When we ask God to, to say, what do you have for me? What is it for me? If this is what you want me to do, then confirm. Command me to step out in faith. Use scripture, use friends, use other people around me to call me into that. To trust that Jesus has gone before us and has already done it and made a way when he calls us to. So again, we've all had those ideas and those dreams but sometimes they're not of God. Sometimes they're just ideas. I myself am an idea person. If you ask my wife the amount of crazy ideas that I have, it will blow your mind. Not all of them are God ideas. I thought it'd be cool to actually have a house plane that you could fly around and live out of, but I don't think that that's a God idea. Sounds fun and wonderful, but it's not something God is calling us out into, so I'm not going to be foolish and step out and do that for many reasons. But after all, the Lord is the one who does go ahead of us, and we see that in Deuteronomy 31.8. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. This isn't easy, though, is it? We get this grand idea, and we know that it's from God. He has confirmed it, and he says, step out in faith. Peter is quick to do that. He's, okay, he called me out. I'm going to get out. And he starts walking on water. And it's so incredible. Absolutely mind-blowing. And the beauty is, this is, there's wind. There's waves. This is not the ideal situation to try for the first time to walk on water. He isn't waiting and saying, oh, when, when there's no storm, when there's no trouble, when the waves are calm, okay, Jesus has commanded me, but I'm going to wait and do this. No, he is quick to get out of the boat and walk, not waiting for the ideal conditions to come in. How often do we sit and say, hmm, I'll wait. God's asked me to do this, but I'll wait till the right time. I'll wait till that proper time when I'm comfortable in doing this. I'll wait. But again, we can learn from Peter to say, it's okay because God has called us. God has commanded us to step out in that faith and he will look after us and make a way when the storm and the seas rage. When we look around and say circumstances are not ideal to do this, but God is asking us to, he gets the glory. He gets the praise because you can look back and say, wow, there is no way that that should have worked, but God called me into that. 
and it is absolutely incredible when we do. Some of us have areas where we know God is asking us to step out of the boat, and we are waiting for those ideal conditions. We're waiting for the calmness. We're waiting for the fear to go away. And I want to encourage you that if you know something that God is calling you into, then please step out in faith. We'd love to pray with you and talk with you because that can be scary, but we want to be there to help encourage you. And I can understand that. I can understand and relate to looking for the ideal conditions to step out in faith. I am quick to say, yes, let's go. Let's do this. But what happens when that excitement wears off? What happens when the realization of stepping out in faith is, oh my goodness, what have I just done? What have I gotten myself into? And where is this going to go? Am I foolish? So what would you do if a friend comes to you and says, I've just bought a house about six months ago. I have a small child under two. Finally building some friendships and relationships in this new city, in this new place. But I think God is asking me to move to another country to be a missionary. What do you say to that friend? How do you talk to them? Because for everyone else in the world, no, you've just gotten settled. You've just bought a house. What about your child? There are all these fears, doubts, and worries that even us as well-meaning Christians may not be able to comprehend what God is doing and want to release people into stepping out in faith. Should we challenge it and weigh that it is from God and say, God, if that is you, yes, we should. Weigh it. But what happens when it is God asking us to do something absolutely crazy that the rest of the world does not understand? And in YWAM, that's kind of the core of our DNA. <laughs> That is a lot about how we live our life. Well, that's my family story. I was working at a church. We had just come back from South Africa, been in the States only two years, had bought a house, had our son who wasn't even two yet. We had bought, yeah, lived in a beautiful, wonderful house that we were fixing up, dreaming and thinking, we'll build a home here, we'll build a family, we'll get established, and then we'll go back into missions. Well, a year and a half after that, six months after purchasing our house, I sat down with the pastor of the church and we realized it wasn't a good fit for me. Not that there was anything wrong character-wise with them or with myself, it just wasn't a good fit in what we believed that God wanted to do. I had two months to find a new job and ask what he has for me. Three days before this conversation though, on losing the job at the church, a friend invited us to join YWAM here in Liverpool. I did what Peter did. I've learned through years of YWAM and learning to hear God's voice, which is a process. You'll make some mistakes along the way, but God's grace covers it. But in this I knew, if this is God, I need him to confirm it. In seven days, the team here in Liverpool found housing for us that, they were, that the person owning was willing to hold for us until we got here whenever it was. We had friends and family who offered to continue to support us if we chose to go back in missions. Someone was wanting, a family was wanting to rent out our house with a two-year lease if we were to go. And a few other things fell into place that I cannot explain. In seven days, when you have that many things falling so beautifully into place, even with losing a job and the other worries and anxieties that could have come up, there is a sense of peace on 
this is where God wants my family to go. There is no doubt about that. And everything will work out. We agreed and said that we come. We filled out the paperwork. We got accepted to be staff here in Liverpool. Um, we found a new church that was offered to be our sending church, which is a miracle in itself on such short notice. But during the worship time and leading up to that Sunday, I actually started to be like Peter, sinking. Oh my goodness, what am I doing? I'm going to quit my job. That was actually a job that I could have become a manager and oversee a store. In a few months, God had provided me an incredible opportunity. And even as we looked to move, they said, can we keep you in the company and have you work at one of our stores in Liverpool? Because it was TK Maxx, amazing company. But they wanted to keep me with them. And I thought, am I really doing what's best for my family? Is this really what God wants? We were settled. My son was having some friends. We didn't know what this would look like. Where's the finances going to come from? Where are we going to live until we move because this person now wants to rent our house? What are we going to do? And I even had some incredible godly people that I looked up to that were surprised in how we were going to be living our life. They would ask questions like, so at what point in your fundraising are you going to go? And in that morning in worship, God spoke to me so clearly like a voice that was somebody standing behind me and said, go, no matter what. In the middle of my doubt and fear, some anxiety on is this the right decision, God spoke to me because I was asking, if this is you, command me to step out of the boat and I will trust you. And as I started to feel like I was sinking, God's voice, like with Peter, when he reaches in and immediately pulls Peter back up and they get in the boat and the storm calms, God said, go, no matter what. This has been my family's journey and it wasn't go when the finances work. It wasn't go to lead a school or to be a part of this church or that or to do this. There was no expectations. There was no set things. It was go no matter what. And in the over three years that we have been here, there has been a lot of no matter what. A lot. We've had issues with our house in the States as we were trying to sell it. We've had issues um, trusting God for finances, for provision, for a team to grow. And praise God, he has answered every single one of our prayers. In the middle of the storm to see fruit in even the COVID pandemic and watching our team be able to step up where other Churches and ministries have had to put people on furlough, but needing people still to be shepherd, we have been able to step in and serve. We have grown, and God has put us in incredible places. We didn't come thinking we'd ever be base leaders of YWAM Liverpool or anywhere for that matter. We came to serve, and God said, actually, without you here, I, I really don't believe that YWAM Liverpool would still be around if our family had not followed that call. I have now been given the opportunity to be a volunteer manager for Tree of Life, formerly Gladstones, a Christian cafe and bookshop in the city center, all because we're willing to serve and step out of the boat. And I'm going to tell you a secret. I've never been a manager of any cafe, restaurant, or anything in my life. I am still, every day, continuing to step out in faith, and my question goes back to God and says, is this for me? There have been so many days I set aside time to just, oh, I get to watch Netflix, read a book, do something. Stephanie has Ryder, our son, and I just get some free time. The doorbell rings. The phone rings. And I ask God, is this for me? 
And he says, step out and I got you. So our journey has always been and will continue to be stepping out in faith every single step of the way because the God who calls us out is the God who will provide and have your back with the most yeah, special and important guarantee because he created all things. He has gone before us. He knows how to look after you, how to love you, how to show you, how to raise up your character. And when you think it's not working or you're going to fail, he's still there to help you, to apply grace and love and to see his kingdom grow and, to, and him get glorified. Because the only reason we are here today is because of Christ and what God has done in our life. There's no other reason for it. I have many other stories about our family and journeying with God through faith. And if you want to hear more, I'd love to share that because there's just story after story. But I'm still learning too. There are still days when anxiety or feeling overwhelmed starts to consume me and then I have to go God. Every day it's coming back to God. When we step out of the boat to trust God, to know that he will be there for us when we choose to step out. And in the three years, we started fundraising for our visa a little bit later than we should have. We, we just got it renewed, and praise God, in three and a half, four months, um, we were able to raise 8,000 pounds for our family to be able to get another three years to be here. That is our confirmation in saying this is where God wants us. We have stepped out of the boat. We have come here, and we love Liverpool. Every day I wake up and I say I love this city because God has put that in my heart. Amen, exactly. God has a heart for this place. And so, yeah, there are many areas where we're all learning to step out in faith, to step out of the boat. And it's not easy. It's scary. But I'm going to tell you what. God will take care of you. And in stepping out of the boat, we have seen God heal physical ailments and mental illness with people that we've worked with. We've been able to share God with neighbors and strangers, even during COVID, looking after people on the streets. Through that, we have done a Bible study as they've seen that we have cared for them and watched people from the streets accept Christ and want to share him with others. As we still disciple and walk with them, we step out of the boat. And the beauty is when people come into the kingdom of God because you have shown them God's love by stepping out in faith. It's not about waiting for the right time because let me tell you, COVID is not the greatest time to try and step out in faith and want to lay hands and pray for people and give them hugs. It's not the right time. But when God leads and you say, is this for me? Then you see people accept Christ and walk in that faith. And one of our dear friends who we have journeyed with, he's finally... Um, in a really wonderful place to actually be able to go back to work where he'd been living on the streets, depending on so many other things. And through our Bible studies and life talks and discipleship, he actually is gonna be starting a job in a, couple, in a couple weeks now. So praise God for what he is doing in the lives of people. And we give God the glory because we choose to step out. God wants to use each one of us. He doesn't have to. But as Deanna shared, we, he wants to use us to see his kingdom come and his glory come. So, when we get out of the boat, who are we going to trust? Jesus, when he calls us to do it. There are a lot of storms and a lot of water walking. There have been times when I still think or question what I'm doing. And in these moments, I ask God. And when he confirms it, I step out in faith and continue to go forward. Yeah, and little did I know that by coming 
to YWAM, God would continue to do incredible things because I just did what God told me to do, and that's how I love to live and work towards living. I'm doing more than I ever thought possible. I'm doing more than, um, yeah, I think some, you can talk with my mom who's back there and ask what I was like as a child because I guarantee you I have surprised her so much, especially in the last few years. So, YWAM started with a vision. Lauren Cunningham asked God, is that really you? Wrote a book on it. And that is how YWAM has come to be on following God. Our motto is to know God and make him known. G Peter knew Jesus, was getting to know Jesus, stepped out in faith. As you get to know God, step out in faith. The more steps you take, when you look back, the farther you see that you've come and seen God do even more incredible things. YWAM isn't perfect. Not every base is the same. However, it is a place to step out in faith, to trust Jesus, and to come to know him in order to step out. When you know that Jesus can walk on water, then you know he can walk with you. What is unknown is known to him. So step out in faith to what he knows. One thing that has really struck me is there's a worship song, not sure if you know it, called Oceans. And there's the part that says, take me farther than my feet can ever wander. When you really start to listen and read those words to the worship songs that we sing in church, I want you to pay attention to those words. Because when you sing it, it's also a declaration. It's you saying, this is what I want. And if you don't want it, I encourage you not to sing it. Because as I've been here, and we've sang that song so many times, and I'm like, I think I'm really in the deep end because my feet, I don't even think I could swim to touch the bottom of where I'm at right now. Like Peter walking on water, not knowing that it was deeper than his feet could ever wander, but God is still standing like it's a kiddie pool or a paddling pool, and he's there to walk with you. The only thing that separates those heroes of faith that we mentioned at the beginning is their willingness to step out of the boat in obedience. If you are thinking to yourself, I wish I could be like that, or hear my stories of faith, I wish I could do that, I wish I had that, well, I'm here to tell you we all have the same Holy Spirit. We all have it. This isn't something that's just for me, or James, or John Wesley, or um, Billy Graham, or Lauren Cunningham. This is something for each one of us. So if you want to see healings, step out in faith and pray for healings. It's okay if it doesn't happen the first time or the next time or the time after that because what you're doing is planting a seed saying God loves you and that is way more important than seeing a physical healing because when people know that God cares, they want to know who this God is that cares about them, willing to see this. But we step out in faith and God does the rest. If you have a vision to see kids who don't have parents have a home and to start an orphanage, what's stopping you? What's stopping you from stepping out in faith to serve your church, to prophesy any gift of the Spirit that you want to see? What about just taking small steps? What if you're just, you know, trusting and wanting to see God do something in your family? How do you step out of the boat? What's God calling you into to restore families, to restore yours, or to see um, people come to know Jesus? And each one of us has a role to play. God wants to show each one of us what that is. We all have different areas that we're, we're on the, the race, on the course in different places, but I want you to know that you can step out of the boat wherever you're at. 
one little step at a time and to trust Jesus for that. So, when are you going to step out of the boat? Amen. Amen. I like that because that's what we should do. Be like Peter. And so I'm going to end with just sharing a little bit about um, if you're wanting to know God and make him known, then pray about doing a six-month discipleship training school in Youth with a Mission. Al is going to share a little bit more later, but that's where my journey started. That's where many journeys started on this is what it looks like to live by faith. This is what it looks like. And so ask God if this is for you and to continue to step out in faith, walk on water, and as we do so, God gets the glory. YWAM Liverpool is stepping out in faith, so not just our family, but corporately, we are stepping out in faith to see some incredible things happen. We are trying to raise funds to purchase a community home that could be used for affordable living for Christians coming to work and serve in Liverpool, for our training, but for other interns and church workers to spread the gospel of Jesus. We're wanting to see a counseling center be built up to work towards the counseling side, but also inner healing and deliverance for people in Liverpool and throughout as we worked with people uh, with mental illness and struggles. We want to create a scholarship program that can help bring people from majority world nations, the deprived areas of the world, to be a blessing here in Liverpool and the UK, to host teams from all over the world to see God's cultures and uniqueness, and to give them an experience to go back and share who they've learned that God is, to go back to their own countries. And we're also trusting God to see a house of prayer in Liverpool to unite the body of Christ within this wonderful city. Um, And so these are just some of the big things that we are stepping out of the boat in. And again, I really don't know how to do any of this, but I know that this is what God has spoken to us and said, this is what I want you to go for. So I share that with you in faith for your prayers to ask, would you pray for us in these things and to step out in the boat with us? YWAM isn't isn't the only thing that God uses. It's literally only a tool. There are many other places to get trained, equipped, and sent out, and I want to encourage you, if there is another place, then please go for it. But YWAM has been a tool that God has used in my life, and my family's life, and in our team's life, and it is an incredible tool that I've seen God use. So if you know what he's asking you to step out in, step out in faith. We're here to pray for you. James is, I know, an incredible man of faith himself. And so I love that we are working together to see God's kingdom grow and create his culture and worldview in this city. So what are you waiting for?